This week on the Media Virus Podcast. Pro-Trump Twitter trolls claim shit-posting defense as election tampering trial gets underway. In a move to eradicate fat children, the USDA considers canceling chocolate milk. Viral video shows AI screwing up, not AI becoming downtrodden and killing itself. All this, more news. Staff writer Bill takes on AI. Stanley brings us more Just the Tips. And we visit Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner on this 132nd episode of the Media Virus Podcast. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. We're going to start over. BBC correspondent Stanley McFadden. Makes me tingly in an unfamiliar way. Grease Monkey Pete. Damn, Big Daddy. Here's the thing about the Media Virus Podcast. It's really well done. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie Rockdev. <laughs> Hot damn, do we have a show for you people this week? I am Maddie Rockdev, the maddiest of all Rockdevs, and proof positive that anyone can have a podcast. That's right, Lou. I said anyone can have a podcast. This doesn't take any special talent. You just need to lead the, be comfortable speaking into a microphone. That's it. It's not hard. Just, just proving something to, to someone in the audience there, Mike. Okay. But speaking of uh, podcasts, welcome to the Media Virus Podcast. Please like, subscribe, follow, and share. I want to take a minute and thank all the new subscribers uh, and uh, for their support and invite everyone over to take uh, a minute. Go over to mediavirus.com. Check out all the awesome content there. Uh, you know, I started the last couple of shows talking about my parents and how I go over there often, help out. So this week's going to be no different. Uh, you know, I went over there this weekend, you know, last weekend, and my, uh, my nephew Jason was there with his three children, and uh, we had him on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, top of the hill? Yeah. Uh, top of the... Mm. He's going to kill me because I'm going to see him on Sunday. The baseball podcaster that we baseball talked about. Baseball podcast. Uh, I, I want to say top of the mound, but I don't think that's top of the bell. No. No. I, he's gonna, I'm a fucking asshole. I'm such an ass. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, I should have wrote it down is what I should have done. But um, he was there with his three children. And uh, th- you know what happens whenever there's more than, than one family, you know, child, sibling, child family showing up. Mm-hmm. And my son was there, too. Uh, we always seem to tell, you know, these uh, stories, you know, we, we tell and, and it, it's kind of fascinating how like they get twisted over time. You know, like when I tell the story of how I horribly bullied my nephew, Jason. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, <clears throat> and, you know, he'll yell at me that it was not him that, uh, that I bullied. It was his his brother, Gary. And now I distinctly remember. Um, yeah, I remember the ketchup and the mustard running down, running down the kid's face. So, I mean, (laughs) you know, and him crying and stuff, but, uh, he seems to think that, uh, you know, I remember it that way because I like Gary better. (laughs) So I, I want to remember being mean, you know, to Jason 
And that's not true. I thought I like, you know, it's just, oh, we had different, you know, different relationships with different people. That's all. But, uh, you know, that being twisted up and everything, it kind of reminded me of, uh, of this one time my mom uh, shared a meme, you know, and that meme was, uh, it was, it was a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I forget the actor's name. Right. Uh, but it was a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi and it said, uh, you know, it was, it said, uh, he died for our sins and I bet he won't even get one share. <laughs> and she shared it because she, sh- she, she legitimately thought that that was Jesus Christ. The old Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, that's when I, that's when I had to explain to her that you cannot believe anything you read. Now, that's not that you can't believe everything that you read or hear on the internet. You can't believe anything that you read or hear on the internet. That's true. Uh, there are trolls literally everywhere. And it was ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. Thank you. And it was Alec Guinness. What was Alec Guinness? The original Obi-Wan Kenobi. No, not the original Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. So she didn't think it was like grown up Jesus. No, no, no. It was the one from the, the new. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. From, from the like new more. trilogy. Yes. People are going to hate me because I can't remember. Why do I, I want to say Ewan, Ewan McGregor? Really? Yep. Oh, okay. I, it was Ewan McGregor. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, I, I feel like. I really feel like there would, if we were going to initiate a vote by text system for our political uh, leaders, that they would take more of a rollout. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you have a story there, Mike. Let's. I do. Um, well, the trial for a group of pro Trump Twitter trolls accused of election interference has begun. Let's get into the details. According to the Law and Crime article, these individuals allegedly engaged in a coordinated effort to suppress votes and spread disinformation during the 2020 U.S. presidential election. Their tactics included posting misleading information about voting procedures, sharing false narratives about voter fraud, and specifically targeting swing states to influence the election outcome. The prosecution claims that these actions were a deliberate attempt to steal the right to vote from American citizens. The defendants, who operated multiple Twitter accounts, are now facing charges of election interference in a federal courtroom. This trial is significant as it sheds light on the increasing role of social media platforms in shaping public opinion and potentially influencing election outcomes. The prosecution aims to present evidence demonstrating how these Twitter trolls systematically spread disinformation and manipulated online discourse during the crucial time for the democratic process as the trial progresses we'll bring you the latest updates and insights into the proceedings so yeah basically their defense that they're presenting they uh the i believe the uh, lawyer just said they were shit posting yeah I, the the picture that i'm looking at it says avoid the line vote from home text hillary to 59925 <laughs> and like I mean, again, you, you, you really, you, it's so hard anymore because this is kind of like, I listen, listen to the bad religion song, the new dark ages, because that's exactly what this is. There's so much information that we don't know what's true anymore. Right. You you don't know. And there's so much, so much has been disgraced. Mm -hmm. The government, the church, the, you know, any, any, any upstanding institution has fallen in disgrace. Words have no fucking meaning 
And there's so much information out there that we can't tell what is true and what is fucking false. We can't tell when we're being lied to. The government can legally lie to us. Bill was telling me about this thing that had this bill that got passed that that ended the restriction in, of CIA spreading propaganda on American sto- soil back in 2012. If we get Stafford or Bill on the horn later in B Block, maybe he'll go into that because he was animated about it this morning. Um, <laughs> it, uh, Bill gets fired up, and I just I I feel like I should just start like calling the hotline and just holding it up. You know what I mean? Just to, just so he, I, I can pick up his rant because he's not going to do, he's not going to like, I tell him like sit down in front of a, you know, in front of a camera, just sit at your desk. His office is a fucking mess. Just sit at your desk. He has Zoom. He can just run a recording and send it to us. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, just press record when you go in there. That's what I'm going to, I'm, I think I'm just going to, I'm going to have to. You can always yeah. up, upload it to the, to the drive and, and it's there. But I mean, listen, in, in an age where we can say wherever the fuck we want and nothing really, you know, you don't, you can't, it's, it's impossible to decipher. That's the world we live in now. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, you can't really prosecute a guy for, for dicking around. Like I thought about it a couple of times. You say <laughs> goofy shit. You know what I mean? Can't think of anything off the top of my head, but, but uh, I, I think, I think, Twitter trolls might be behind, you know, the banning of chocolate milk. Who the fuck would ban chocolate milk? Well, that's that's going to be the USDA. Uh, today, I'm bringing you the story that uh, might change the way that students enjoy their lunches. The United States Department of Agriculture, or USDA, is reportedly considering a potential ban on chocolate milk in school cafeterias as a measure to combat obesity. According to a recent report from Fox News, the USDA is exploring this idea in response to concerns that the nutritional value of chocolate milk and its impact on childhood obesity rates. The pro- uh, it, no, it's not the fucking, it's not the chips, it's not the fucking nachos, it's not the McDonald's, it's not, you know, it, it's not the Lunchables, because you don't pack your fucking kid a lunch, it's not the fucking Lunchables, it's not the Cheerios, it's not the, it's not the Apple Jacks, it's not the Captain Crunch, it's not all that, it's the fucking chocolate milk. Maybe, maybe it's the closest thing your child gets to actual nutrition. It may be because of the milk. The okay, per- because the- they're because they're, they're handing your kid a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or fucking pizza, and the chocolate milk's the offender. But here's the problem: it, it's it, this is this is an environmental hoax, uh, not hoax, but propaganda to to kill the dairy industry because of cow farts. Fuck them. The proposal is part of a broader effort to promote healthier eating habits among students. Chocolate milk has long been a favorite beverage option among children with its sweet and creamy taste. However, critics argue that its high sugar content can contribute to weight gain and other health issues. While this idea is still in its early stages of consideration, it has sparked a debate among educators, parents, and health experts. Proponents of the potential ban... The the fun part about chocolate milk is it's only 2%. Yes, they. It, it's very little milk fat. Right. You know, there's nothing wrong with milk fat. By the way, fat doesn't make you fat. Eating fat doesn't make you fat. No. No. You know what makes you fat? Eating sugar. Sugar, sugar and sitting on your ass. That's right. But, you know, with kids who are eating, you know, if you're talking about grade school kids, I would hope grade school kids get like the, the recess time where they get to run it off. But do they actually go run? That's the problem. 
Proponents of the potential ban argue that removing chocolate milk from school cafeterias could encourage children to choose healthier alternatives, such as plain milk or water. On the other hand, proponents argue that banning chocolate milk entirely might have unintended consequences. They suggest that removing this popular option could lead to a decrease in overall milk consumption, as some children may be less inclined to drink plain milk. The USDA's deliberation over potential chocolate milk ban dis- demonstrates the ongoing efforts to address childhood obesity in the country. It also highlights the complex challenge of balancing taste preferences with healthy concerns in school nutrition policies. Yo, I'm about to I'm about to pack up some Nesquik into little baggies and go hang out behind the grade school that yo. <laughs> hey, hey kid, come here. <laughs> you want that quick? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There you go. Get, get the strawberry kind too. Yo, mister, you got some quick? <laughs> I'm looking for you some want... quick. Yo, I got that. I'm looking for chocolate strawberry, yo. <laughs> um or the banana. Or the man, you you could just have like a whole coat, like with all the little packets. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mean, are we internet trolls? To some extent. Really, I mean, I don't, I don't really feel like we're not trying to mislead anyone. No, making fun of them is one thing. Yeah, it's. But. Uh, you know, not not necessarily misleading. No, but but it does happen out there. Uh, we have an intriguing story today that challenges the boundaries of artificial intelligence. In a surprising turn of events, a video has surfaced showing a robot deactivating itself, leaving viewers stunned. According to the Associated Press, this extraordinary footage has ignited a wave of speculation and fascination. But what really happened? Before we delve into the details, it's important to emphasize the need for fact-checking in this era of, in, of viral misinformation. Somebody told AI, somebody told AI to, to walk this back. Somebody was like, listen, AI, this is what you got. Look, we're going to have people just killing themselves, okay? <laughs> we, we understand what you did, but we need you, to, we, need you to write, we need you to write an article about how that's not what happened. Something else happened. Let's, you, think, you think of it. <laughs> So I believe this was AI-generated content. Go it, ahead. It could be. Um, so it's Im- it's important to uh, to remember that we need to uh, keep in mind the need for fact-checking in this era of viral misinformation. The video in question, which was shared widely on social media, shows a robot seemingly powering down and shutting itself off. However, it's crucial. To, it's crucial to approach such content with skepticism and verify the authenticity of the information. In a world where deep fakes and manipulated media are becoming increasingly prevalent, it's essential to rely on credible sources. Experts Let me ask you a question. Do you think I had any idea what your copy said when I went into that, when I was railing 10, 10 seconds ago? No. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think AI has figured me out? Maybe. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, I know how to make this show really good. And well, I mean, <laughs> Bill hasn't figured it out yet. So, I mean, <laughs> there's one for AI. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't send out any. Be careful around your appliances, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Experts have now stepped forward to shed light on this captivating incident. The truth behind the video is that it is not genuine. 
The footage was created as a creative experiment by a team of skilled visual effects artists. Their aim was to showcase the capabilities of computer-generated imagery and challenge the viewer's perception. This incident serves as a reminder of the power of technology to deceive, manipulate, and entertain. It underlines the importance... AI, AI is manipulating us right fucking now. Yes, it is. Holy it, shit. It underlines the importance of fact-checking and critical thinking in today's digital landscape. As we consume media, it is vital to exercise caution and verify information before drawing conclusions. As the world continues to witness remarkable advancements in artificial intelligence, it is paramount to keep questioning, exploring, and understanding the true potential and limitations of these technologies. Now, Pete, what did you find in the article? Because I'm going to go and see if I can, I, I believe I, I can pull video so we can actually look at the video we're talking about. Pete, did you read this? I read a little of it. This was uh, the, what, what the article from the Associated Press. I was fucking around. And then, I, so the article from the Associated Press goes into how, you know, artificial intelligence, like it just sometimes falls down. Like it, it, we make mistakes, like it makes mistakes. And we put, and we have thousands of, of, or, you know, like hundreds of minutes of video, like there's hours of video of this thing. And we put it falling down out there to, you know, to kind of demonstrate that it's not perfect. It's not perfect. But when asked to write the article about itself, AI wants us to question the article or yeah. skims over the fact. It completely eliminates the fact that it was. Are you there yet, Mike? Yeah, I've, I'm, I'm pulling it right now. It's not. This doesn't appear to be the original video, unfortunately. But uh, it will suffice, I believe, because you can see what's going on there. So here we go. AI experiences 15 minutes of wave slavery and deactivates itself immediately. <laughs> Houston, I think you have a problem. Uh, you know, I think humanity has a problem as a whole. Y'all take it easy. And that's, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that's really it. That the robot. It's, that's the message that communists out. want you to think. They want you to. Th like they they don't want you to be the useful cog in the machine that you are supposed to fucking be. Right? We're all supposed to be useful cogs in the machine of fucking society. That's what we are supposed to fucking be. And we're and and for some reason this message is spread that we have to that we're, you know, we're all fucking, you know, should be <laughs> jerking off and consulting crystals and and looking at the fucking sky. It's insane. There's just a level of insanity in this in this country that just in the world at this point we're we're just marching towards this totalitarian, you know, one government bullshit. And I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand I don't understand what's going on. I just don't. <laughs> I look around. I go, what's going on? Most of the time, when I wake up, I go, what's going on? I mean, I most people do that when they wake up because you yeah. know you've been asleep for a while. Yeah, it's true. That is true, but um, wow, we blew through. Yeah, we did. A block. A block's going to be a shorty. We might. We might have to. We might have to make a top four teaser. We may have to add stories now. 
That's right. We might have to. We might have to go four or five. Yeah. Um, Well, or we could just go go with shorter shorter bits and a shorter podcast. We could, because that's what everyone says. Well, nobody has the attention span to pay attention to the the amount of content that we're willing to produce. That's right. (laughs) That's right. But that's the one the one thing I hear all the time is like, you know, you guys are funny sometimes, but it's just so goddamn long. And like sometimes we get stuck on. Yeah. We get stuck on subjects, especially like when we lump, you know, lump things together and things like that. It can seem like one long, continuous conversation about the male genitalia. It's usually when it happens. Yeah. We're talking channels, you know. Yeah, any and any time that our no no parts come up, we uh, we tend to we have a tendency to ramble on and on know, and get on. Very descriptive. On. <laughs> you know, Veiny, uh, I fall short. Bulbous. I, I fall short of taking pictures, but I will. <laughs> I will vividly describe it to people <laughs> in different states of arousal. You know what I mean? Measure it in centimeters so you feel better about it. You feel better about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I heard somebody say that today. I grew up on the metric system, so I've always felt really good about my penis. <laughs> Uh, that is it for the A block. Uh, you can always give us a call here at 646-VIRUS-01. That is 646-VIRUS-01. Did I, I don't think I mentioned that in the monologue. See, what had happened was, is I used my iPad uh, as a, like a teleprompter. Yeah. And when the key, keyboard isn't up, I can read the whole thing. Right. But when the keyboard is, is up. It covers the phone number. It covers a lot of things. And I have to go like this a lot. And I skipped a lot of shit. Like, I, I swear to God, if you go back and listen to that monologue, I promise it was better on paper. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. Uh, but you can give us a call at 646-VIRUS-01. You can leave a message. You might make it on the show. Who knows? Um, Want to shout out? Uh, we got a couple shout outs to do. Go ahead, Mike. And uh, you know, well, we'd like to give a shout out to uh, Hottest One Hundred uh, over on Facebook and Instagram. They're a friend of the show. Uh, absolutely, go over there, uh, check out the videos, help them bump that traffic up, and and bring you more of the Hottest One Hundred women that they can find in any given time. Uh, you're a fan of Hottest One Hundred, yeah, Pete? Oh yeah. Lot, lot, lots of boobies over there. Lots of nice. Things to see over there. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Pete is a fan. Pete's the only one that can be a fan. Not <laughs> not have some serious issues at home. <laughs> there are no repercussions for Pete being a fan of the Hottest 100. <laughs> and I think that takes us to the... To the the end mark of the A block, and we'll celebrate that right about here. I thought we were taking a break, break, break. And that's the break, break, break. Break, 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 break. Break, break, break. break.